We are back, starting a new season, season two, uh, episode twenty-one. We got an American tale, Fivel or Fivel? How do you say it, Josh? Fivel. Fivel. Fivel goes the, west. We are the uh, number one SNES movie review game podcast. <laughs> apparently, now, I'm sure I've watched this movie <laughs> at some point. I cannot remember watching this movie. I don't remember playing this game. Uh, I didn't know that there was actually, uh, what is it, American Tale was the original movie. Yeah. I'm sure I watched it somewhere because we didn't have that many cartoons growing up. But uh, uh could definitely say I never played this game. I'm, I'm pretty sure I haven't. I'm not sure that I watched the movie. I don't think I have. I watched the movie. It was my, it was, it's one of my favorite movies as a kid. I know a lot of people like it. I don't know anything about it other than he's a... Six shooting mouse, I guess. Right. Uh, so here's here's what the back of the box for somebody that's uncultured like me. Look out, Pilgrim. There's a new Western hero in town. The Mouskowitz family has been lured out west by the dastardly Cat R. Wall. He plans to round up all the mice in one place and turn them all into mouse burgers. Fievel and you are their only hope. Mosey on down through five challenging stages along with Fievel on a Wild West adventure to rescue his family. So buckle up your six-shooter. You're the only hope to help Fievel save his family. Is that somewhat? Uh, somewhat. The, I mean, uh, I don't really know what happens in the movie. I do know that uh, the names are strange. I don't know, I guess, the Mouskowitz, that's Fievel's last name, yes. perhaps. Fievel Mouskowitz. Fievel. Fievel. Yes, the damn mouse, <laughs> young Mouskowitz. So why do they call the cat Cat R Wall? Like it's W A U L. Is there some significance? There's to that? probably some significance to it. I was a kid whenever I last watched this, so I don't know the play on words. So maybe I just knew that he was a cat and he was an asshole. Uh, and then there's another cat who's orange who wants to be a dog. So he was pretty entertaining. Okay, okay. And there was an old coon hound. So, uh, this game was released in 94. Uh, it was actually the second game released under this title. The first one was like an MS-DOS game. Uh, so, I did see where the movie was released in like 91 yeah. or something like that. So, they definitely waited a while to make the uh, game. It was developed by a company called Shimada Kikaku. I don't know, K-I-K-A-K-U. Your choice on how you want to say it. Kikaku. Kikaku. <laughs> but anyways, uh, also published by Hudson Soft, which uh, seems to be a, a staple as our last game was uh, Hudson Soft as well, I believe, with digging st- spike volleyball. They're just going to get their hands on whatever they can. You said uh, that they did do that. You said that they were in a little bit of everything. They were. They were. So, uh, I guess basically a, a rundown of this game is uh, for some reason unknown to me, Fifel is trying to go west. So uh, they kind were of a, lured there by the asshole cat. Okay, so so mouse burgers. I'm guessing that's like an ostrich burger or a bison burger. They're just making mouse burgers. They just, why? Why? It, it's a it's a burger. It's cows made out. Do you do you call it a cow burger? Well, that's kind of like Billy Putty. What you call you, Josh Human? <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I don't know how they do this. So uh, I do I do know that I've seen Fievel. Uh You know, I've seen the picture of him. I could tell you what his name was. Well, I don't know how to say his name, apparently. But uh, uh, putting, he is iconic. You're putting an F on it. You're calling him Fievel. It's Fievel. L. It's falafel. Oh, words. <laughs> so uh, it's a side-scrolling platformer. Uh, uh, I guess the basic... Mitch with a shooter. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess the... Whole gist is it's side scrolling. You're trying to help Fievel. There you go. Get uh get west. I feel like I should have uh, made sure when my guy's scrolling to the right that I should have my TV turned where he was going west. You know. Oh, that would have been smart. But uh, so uh, it's pretty basic controls. Uh, uh, you only get two buttons. You get your jump yeah. and you get your shoot. You got a little pop gun. It looks like a little. Kind of reminds me like the things you get from the Senior Citizen Center, like that PVC pipe with the cork stuck in there. That's, that's what it reminds that's, me. That's what it was. And uh, obviously, as you go through the game, you can get uh, like a, what is it, like a water gun? Well, yeah, it shoots water. 
And then you also get the court that shoots two shot. It's a double shot. Okay. And uh, so, you know, there's not a, a whole lot of variance with the weapon. Uh, uh, but, you know, obviously there's there's power-ups along the way. You know, extra lives, hearts. Star power. Star power, invincibility. Uh, and you get unlimited shots with your little pop gun or whatever. So that's kind of cool you know uh so was, it was, ain't like mr nuts where you're trying to collect all these damn acorns and you're using them as soon as you get them yeah but uh you know that's basically it's a little side scrolling platformer uh remind me a lot of mickey and minnie at the circus yeah uh i don't think i've missed anything it's uh five levels uh uh you fight a boss at the end of each one well well, well it's Five worlds. Five worlds, okay. With like three to four levels per each. So uh, I know there's at least, what, two cats? There's a spider? I can't even remember all the bosses. But uh, but yeah, you get a boss at the end of it. Actually, obviously, the very last boss is going to be Cat or Wall. Yeah. And uh, uh, no, I don't know. I, I don't. I ain't watched the movie, so I don't really know what Fifle's trying to do other than just kill some cats, dodge them, get through town. The movie they were given a banner for free land because you know that was the whole thing back then. Move west, you get free land. And the cat was an asshole, and it was tricking them into it to get yeah free land at the cost of me eating you, pretty much. Okay. Okay. Well, there's that then, so I understand why he wants to kill the cat. cat. Cat was an asshole. Okay, so uh, that's all I know to say about what this game is, Josh. Is there anything you want to add? Uh, Fifle's trying to go out west, trying to kill some cats, trying to get his land. This was a, according to our friend Butterball, this just spoke to me because it's the Mouskowitz, Fifle. So it's a Jewish mouse family. Okay. And he does think I'm Jewish for some unknown reason. Well, we also call you Dan and Shay, too. So well, That is 100% true. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, all right, I, I guess, uh, you know, that's enough build-up. We're going to go ahead and uh, uh, jump into what makes and break this game, Josh. You want to do makes or breaks first? Let's do makes. All right. Uh, I, I mean, overall, I'll, I'll kick it off. Was an overly complicated game. Mm-hmm. Was not overly complicated. Like you said, you had two buttons, jump, shoot. What I've got on my list is number two. The game is simple. Super simple. Uh, you don't have to wonder where what you got to do. I mean, it. you can pick it up. You can tell this game is made for children. Uh, you only got one direction you really go. I mean, you go up and down, but mostly it's side-scrolling. And, you know, anything you can see is going to hurt you. So yeah. you either shoot it, you dodge it, you avoid it. You can't jump on any enemy's heads like in a lot of other platformers or not I, that I found. It always hurt me when I did it. So. It did. Like I, I wish they would have had that in there because some of the times it would have been easier to stomp on a head than it would be to shoot them like the down dogfish. Oh, uh, yeah. And one thing uh, that goes along with the game is simple is uh, uh, if you were to get confused, which I can tell you anybody that does any modern gaming, you could have figured out what you needed to do with this. Like say you got two buttons and the directional pad and the directional pad. But if you did happen to get lost or you're wondering, Hey, am I in the right direction? They did have a picture of this dog with an arrow pointing to help us you through the stage. So that was kind of cool. So, I mean, tell you, Hey, this way, asshole. Yeah. I mean, I've not watched the movie. I'm sure the dog's in the movie at some point to help Fable. But, uh, there you go. Uh, not that I was ever really wondering if I was going the right direction. I mean, sometimes when you're going up levels, down levels, you know, you know, moving uh, vertically on the plane, you might think you're missing something. But uh, but the overall agenda is you're moving right. You're going right. You're moving right. That is exactly what it is. Uh, so I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head, and probably that's one of the strongest things of it's, the game. Is super. It's simple. Uh, the uh. One thing that uh, I, I'm not going to go on all the sound because I'm I'm split on this. I will say the music is good. Uh, I did like the music a lot. I've got I'll go ahead and spoiler alert. I've got the sound effects in the break it part though. Uh, not a fan of the sound effects, but the music itself. Was I was about pretty to say, good. 
And I can probably guess which sound effect done it for you. I too. think it was about it was all of them. To be honest, I the think. biggest seller for me was the Star Power. Okay. It didn't sound like Star Power to me. Well, but of course, Star Power. I'm used to Mario. Yeah, I'm used to Mario. So yeah, that is yeah, and it even you had like little stars that came around you. So like that was a it was a letdown. But yeah, the music itself was pretty good. I mean it. It matched the stages. Yeah, yeah. It matched everything. Like, it and was it really wasn't. Good. It wasn't no complicated score nope. or anything, but it was just good. Uh, it wasn't grating. It wasn't extremely annoying. So it was. Like I said solid, solid, solid sound. Uh, here's one thing that I've literally. I'm on the fence. I don't know if this is good or bad. I don't know if this is make it or break it. Okay. The game kind of encourages the headshots. Oh, 100% it does. And I'm not sure if I like that or if I don't, because I really sucked at getting headshots. <sighs> so I may have just been a little biased on this, because, like, I mean, I can sit there and spam this shit. I'm hitting just normal cats in the chest. And it's all, day, all, all day long, yeah. I kind of feel like I don't like it, but I guess if you spent the time to get good, you know, that's kind of cool. I mean, uh, at least you've got a damage tier set up. I give it props, I guess. Made it more realistic, you know, I mean... One shot to the head, done. Yeah, so, I, I, to me that wasn't that great, but I feel like I'm just in a minority enjoy, of that. I enjoyed it. Okay, I will say that I enjoyed it. It was on the make it side. It gave a little bit of skill to the game that didn't necessarily have skill because I mean I I hate comparing games to this because it's so cliche, but. If you're playing Mega Man, what's the one thing you do as you're running in Mega Man? You're spamming the shoot button the entire time just to hit enemies in front of you before right. they show up. And in this game, for one, you couldn't do it. And in Mega Man, even if you jump up and shoot them in the face, it still does the same amount of damage. So I like the I like the difficulty of it going up to where you could jump and hit them in the face, and it's a one-shot, one-kill. That was really nice. I like the way they done that. And and you kind of touched on something too that I thought was good, and I and I hate to keep referring to it because it did have Mickey and Minnie feel at the circus feel, it, like just the gameplay itself, not the levels or anything. But I've got marked down here. It has the feel of Mickey and Minnie at the circus, but you can spam the shoot button like Fireball Mario, like you know how you just pew, 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 pew. like I mean yeah. you can shoot it. You know, if you ain't hitting the guy in the face, it ain't going to do you a damn bit of good. But I felt like you had more control over your shooting. Like, say, just hold dang right and just shoot like hell. Yeah. You know? yeah. Other than that, which I will say, there was some pretty technical parts. I would say you couldn't just, you know, the stages weren't really that long. But there was plenty of uh, pla actual jumping platform, platform. to platform. Now... And uh, for one, that that's in the breakout section for me a little bit. Later. Okay. Okay. But again, the combined like yeah, it had a Mickey and Minnie feel mixed with Mega Man, because I don't know how far you made it into the game itself, but the blocks for one were straight up Mickey and Minnie. Like I don't care what you say, you shoot those blocks and it was dropping coins. They even had the big block with the cat face on it. Oh yeah. Shoot it multiple times, you get. A better a one up or something. Yeah, like you that. get something a little better, which was exactly how Mickey and Minnie was. The reason why it felt like Mega Man is did you make it to the minecart stage? Yes. Uh not a big fan of the minecart stage. I wasn't either, but at the same time, that's exactly how it was in Mega Man. Because <laughs> there's minecart stages in Mega Man and it played out the exact same way. Which again, they copied to me, they copied Mega Man. And Mickey and Minnie Circus. I don't remember the year Mickey and Minnie Circus came out. Well, there was a couple of different Mickey and Minnie games. Uh, I forget the the one before Circus. Well, you did read the review to the wrong one. Yeah, uh, no, that. Well, that was Mario. That was Mario. That yeah. was Mario. But uh, Mickey and Minnie at the Circus, from what I remember, was kind of upheld as just a mediocre sequel to the original. So there was another one that came out yeah. before then, another Mickey and Minnie game that was very similar. But again, it goes back to the whole thing. If you're going to copy something, sort of copy the best. And to me, it seems like they copied two really decent games and gave you a decent game. Uh, Granted, Mega Man is a great game. I don't care what anybody says. It's hard as shit, but still. 
another thing that uh, kind of goes into with comparing it to, you know, Mickey and Minnie, I, I remember in that one, I was like, one thing that it has is you're basically killing enemies in an acceptable manner. It's the same thing with this. Is like, yeah, you're a mouse, you're shooting cats. Nobody feels bad for these cats that you're killing, whether they blow up or fall off the you're screen. You're shooting them with or, a pop gun. Yes. So uh, even though you could, you know, plug in a human shooting a real gun, killing cats or an enemy, you get a different feel than a little cute mouse shooting a pop gun, basically doing the same thing. Like, yeah, but it's like, a pop gun. Yes, yeah, so... It, it, there's no... If you were a parent renting this for your child back in 1994, I don't think you would have to be worried about... Like, when you look at the games like Mortal Kombat and these you ones that are already out there, Doom... You uh, wouldn't have to worry yes. about video game violence. Yes, you would say this is very low on the video game violence. Uh, this is acceptable for my... For my young child that I shall cherish forever and keep all harm from. <laughs> Sheltered. <laughs> yeah. So I've got two more things. Uh, and I bet I've got two things that you probably don't have. So uh, do you want to wrap up any stuff you got or you want me to jump ahead into these? I'm curious to see what you got because I got one thing that I don't think is on your list. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing that I like. It wasn't so much the stage, and I may be wrong, but in, what was it, second level when Favre was in the sewers? Yep. I don't know what it's supposed to be in the movie or if that scene's actually in the movie, but it looks like, to me, he is literally floating around in what looks like a cat food tin. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I don't know, it's either a cat food tin or potted meat or some kind of small sardine tin. I'm just like, well, this is kind of fitting because to me it looked like a cat food tin with the label wrapped off it, like a fancy feast or whatever. And I'm like, well, this is kind of funny because they're trying to make him into mouse burgers and he's trying to get away basically in a dinner plate. It was know? supposed to have been a trash can lid. Okay, a trash can lid. Yes. Uh, that missed the mark. And I will go ahead and die on a hill of I think it was a cat. I, I would rather it be a oh, cat Oh, 100%. Food. It makes it so much better. Because I'm just sitting here thinking, hey, he's trying to get away. It's basically, he's in the food dish running off. Yeah. So that, that was the one thing I was just like, hey, that's kind of clever right there. But apparently it was just a poorly animated trash can lid. Yeah. Like I said, if I'm not mistaken, it's supposed to be a trash can lid. Okay. Uh, go ahead with what you have, my friend. Okay, so what I have, same scenario. It it evolves the uh, uh, sewer level. Okay. And I don't know if you noticed this or not, but if you ran forward, it sped up. If you ran backwards, it slowed down. All right. Most areas, whenever it gives you... Most games, whenever uh, you have a stage like that you don't have control over the movement speed you know it's go 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 right and you also get that with the mine cart you know push forward you speed up go yeah. back you slow down yeah i got stopped pretty much on one of the hills and that was kind of tough to get taken back off i had to kind of drift back down the hill and get, and a, get the speed yeah, up. Get a run and go with it uh the last thing that i've got is uh you know, I'm just saying, I guess the easy way to say it's the game go is fluid. As a guy who's not ever watched the movie, or I sure as hell can't remember watching the movie, the cover of it, you got this mouse with the six shooter saying, What is with it? The look big out. Yeah, look out, Pilgrim. Yeah. I'm expecting a Western. The first stage I come in, he's in the damn city. And I'm like, what in the hell? I he's thought he's in, going west. He's in New York City. And I'm just sitting here thinking, why the hell is he in New York? He's got to get out west. It's like, and so then next thing you know, he's like, oh, he's running through the city. Oh, okay, he's escaped. And then it's like, oh, he's in the sewers. So I can see how he could have gotten the New York City sewers. And then, you know, as it, as it kept going on, it was I'll like. Say number three was a train. Well, and then when you get to where he's on the train car, you see the train moving in the background with the logs yep. and stuff. Then the next stage is he's on the train. So it was kind of easy to follow along. So even yep. though I've never looked, watched the movie or remember it, I'm like. Oh, I can kind of there's see how he made a journey from New York to there's out a, west. Yeah, now, there's a natural progression, which was amazing. And I I was kind of impressed that when you had basically five stages, that I'm not going to say that it told a story or painted a picture, but... 
It showed progression. You, the dots were numbered. You could draw a line from yep. one to two, you know, like, so I thought that was pretty clever, you know, uh, probably one of my favorite things on there. Plus a lot of the backgrounds in the stages, you know, wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I, I kind of, wasn't bad. That was the best part of that whole train car one was watching the trains in the background pass by, even though at one point it looked like one of the logs was coming through the screen and I thought it was going to hit me. Yeah. It was just in the background, but that was kind of funny. I was just like, Oh, what a dumbass. So I said, did yeah. you panic and jump? Uh, I was at the end of the stage. I did panic, but I was like, Oh, I'm just an idiot. <laughs> Uh, I ain't got anything else for uh, uh, what makes it. My last make it is this. Boss battles were entertaining. They were different every time. I wasn't a big fan of the uh, uh, boss fights. I'm going to just go ahead. Is that where you're starting to break it? I'm just going to throw the break it. And I can't explain to you why. I just didn't enjoy the boss fights as much as I thought I would. Like in Mickey and Minnie, uh, I thought they were okay. There's certain bosses I like better than others, but uh, I just didn't enjoy them. I don't have any rhyme or reason for one above the other, but I don't think there was one single boss fight that I thought was fun. See, I liked them just because they were all different. They had their own unique feel to them, which was I really enjoyed. The one that I, the one that I hated the most was, of course, the little puppet. Yes, I think he was the worst. And besides that, no, I think the boss battles were great. Uh, My biggest break it is, uh, and I, I, I don't know if this is me not being in touch with the child gamer side of me that I could just get in the rhythm of stuff. But to me, the platforming was a little difficult in some areas. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I that I, I don't know if that's just I, me. I didn't have as much time traveling across the jumping platforms. I had a really difficult time fighting the enemies because I sucked at shooting them in the head. See, the the shooting didn't bother me. Mine was the platforming. Right, I couldn't tell you how many times I died on stage one, two, one, three. Whenever you had to jump onto those little platforms where there was no bottom and you just fell to your death. Right. Well, the the first thing that hit me is odd on the first stage that I still can't figure out what in the hell was happening. And so you had your game start up, said Thoughtful Goes West or whatever. And then that first stage where it zooms in on that building. It just goes, and it zooms in. And then all of a sudden you're in there. I'm like... What the hell did it zoom in on? Like, <laughs> what? Did I need that? That's a movie. It's a part of the movie. Okay. Because I'm like, that is weird. That's part of the movie. And so then, even though the, the music was good, I hated all the sound effects. I hated them all. I hated the jumping. I hated the explosions. Uh, I so my, my biggest thing was the star sound. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like any of the sounds. I mean, they weren't like the worst thing I ever heard. Some of them were pretty repetitive. Jumping was pretty bad, I think. I did. It, well, it, you, you have to admit, okay, the jumping was extremely repetitive because you've done it all the time. But the sound of your little pop gun going off, it made sense. To, yeah. me, it, to me, that's what a pop gun could sound like. I think what probably made it worse was it was the music was so good that they could compared to the sound. Like yeah. if the music would have yeah. sucked and then the sound, I could have just said, yeah, the music and sound sucked and then turned but you're it off. Split. Yeah. But you're split. Because uh, the music was good. And so. I've got one real big thing with the uh, gameplay, and then the rest of it's probably a little nitpicky for me. Uh, what I didn't like with the gameplay was I did not like the way they had the power-ups in this game. To me, it was kind of a lot like Mickey and Minnie, and I hate to keep going back to it, but it's pretty similar to me. Uh, there wasn't really a whole lot of reason for me to explore. I mean, oh, no. if you needed a heart, you were getting to a part where you're looking for uh, invincibility, a star. I could understand it, but the power-ups that they had weren't that great. I mean, really, heart went up and uh, invincibility was all you needed. And really, you a one-up or a heart was probably good enough. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just didn't think the whole power-up system was that great. 
I don't care about coins. I don't care about points. I don't imagine that I'm, me and you would have played this and just been competing against each other point for point, you know. Got to rewind back to make it part of it. Okay. The coins. You said you didn't care about them. They kept your coins after you died. Did you notice that? No, I didn't because I didn't care about them. Your coins also gave you life. No, I didn't know that. If Why? you hit 100, it gave you a life. Okay. And the coins had all different values. Most of them were 5 to 10. This wasn't terrible. Which, for the most part, the, even though this game wasn't a give-me-easy, I mean, I'm, if you were a sole platformer, I could see you breezing through this game uh, as the speedrun's going to demonstrate on yeah, these. Yeah, But uh, it was an easy game. I mean, you got, like, several lives. You got several continues. So, uh, yeah, coins, it, it didn't really tip my scale much. Yeah, no, the coins gave you an extra life. So that that's actually on the break it side for uh, the make it side for me. I, I meant to bring that up because it did it. Whenever you died, it kept track of how many coins you had, and you just keep collecting after that. So every time you hit a hundred, new life. So the other things I got literally have nothing to do with the gameplay. Uh, it's just some stuff in the game itself. Small animations? Uh, yeah. The uh, birds were bullshit, so were the bats. Well, it was, I, you know, I was actually sitting here thinking, I was like, I wonder if we counted every game that we we did, how many of them has a bat in it, and I bet you it's got to be like 90% of everything. Like, I'm sitting here thinking back on all of them, and I'm like, there's only maybe one, or, like, the sports games is probably the ones that don't have a bat. I think the sports games and... Maybe True Lies. You're probably right. I don't remember Bats and True Lies. Now, the bad part is I don't want to go back and play some of these games. I'm, oh, absolutely. I'm pretty sure okay. that... What, now, I, I don't know about you, but I did, when I spiked the ball and digging spike volleyball, I didn't hit a bat. I do know I that. Now, here's the true test. Would Untouchables be better with bats in it or no, not? No, absolutely not. Because <laughs> uh, it did not have bats in it. The only thing that made that game better is if it was never made. 100%. Okay, so I got to start with one of my three non-gameplay related. Uh, the first thing that was weird as shit was when you clear a stage, it didn't say stage one clear. Or hey, level clear. It would say one like S. 3S clear. And I'm like, what in the shit is that? The threes are clear? The ones are clear? Like, one stage? Is that what you're trying to say to me? Like, one world, man. I know, but it would be like 3S. You cleared all three. You, you cleared world three in all its levels. I know, but why can't you say stage three complete? Why can't you say level complete? Don't give me no 3S bullshit, you know. You should have done what I've done. What? And I took it as my ranking. I made S tier ranking on that level. <laughs> uh, because, look, it was a different color than the rest of them. It was red. So I'm like, hey, S tier, baby, done good. No. No. <laughs> uh, the, no, it was weird. I will admit, it and, was weird. And I think uh, overall, and this kind of goes like, it's even when the game was over. When it, What happens at the end of a game? It says... The end. Orphan. Yeah. This thing just said end. Yeah. What the shit? But then when you were going in between stages and there was like actual text dialogues, it wasn't, it was just so slow. The text bubbles, they seemed lazy. Like, I guess. You can tell where they spent all their money. Yeah. I mean, it, like the game moved pretty good, but anything that wasn't gameplay was kind of painful for me to, to deal with. I mean, yeah. you know, you didn't even really have to do everything that you did in between with the text bubbles, but it was just like, so that dog that looked like a old country hick or whatever, the Tomator character is what he kind of looked like to me. Uh, He's your huckleberry. He just pops up and you get a text bubble and then it's like you're waiting eight minutes for it to actually start spitting text out and, I was just like, this is boring. No, like, I do not want spam this. Spam the button. Spam the button. It went so, faster. everything that wasn't gameplay felt lazy to me. I didn't like it. The gameplay itself was all right. You know, it moved along pretty quick, but I did not like the in-between. Whether it was the way they were calling the stages, 3S, 1S, uh, the text, when you even get to the end and the credits, just wasn't a fan of any of that. Yeah, and let's say that you could really tell where their money was spent. Their money was spent on moving this game along to show progression. 
again, great, great music, a great score. And I think that was all in tribute to the movie itself. And I do say, I guess it's better that you have good gameplay versus, and, and bad cutscenes or yeah. whatever versus than a great little, story in a shitty game. Yeah, play. versus the little minor dialogues that you're having after each world. And, and you know, some of this may be nitpicky because, I mean, it, overall, I don't think it was too bad, but I have, I'm saving for the last what I think the biggest problem with this game is. And it's no fault to the game. So you go ahead, <laughs> air out your grievances. My other grievance that I got is that some of the enemies were complete bullshit. Okay. I did not like them ones that was like a had the armor on their face or whatever. I can't remember what they were, like them beetles or Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that damn fish in that sewer. The dogfish was that, the worst. That was a son of a bitch. He right was there. the worst. I hated every fucking For every one of time them. he just landed perfectly and you could shoot him, there was six times he was rubbing his tail fin up in my junk. Oh, know? yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasted a lot of continues on that little asshole. Yeah. And I hated it. Yeah, that did. That was probably my number one enemy that I absolutely hated. I hated that. him with a passion. You can give me Space Ninja Dude off of Super Putty a thousand times versus 20 of them. Yeah, that that guy was pretty rough. I uh, hated him with a passion. I don't think I had more accomplishment than when I finished that level. That was probably my favorite thing in the whole game was not having to play that level. Like It wasn't even the level. It was just that one it was, enemy. Yeah, it was just that one enemy. Yeah. That one enemy just seemed like... If you threw him up as that final boss, this game would be unbeatable to me. I, I agree. <laughs> well, it's just a whole. Could you imagine if it's like Mario where them uh, what is some fish? I forget the fish that jump up. Could you, oh, the cheeps. Yeah, the cheap cheeps. Can you imagine if it was like a whole stage of just dogfish popping up like cheap cheeps? Uh, no, because, <laughs> because even in Mario, there is a level of nothing but cheap cheeps, and all you right across is, the bridges. and all you got to do is sprint, and you're fine. This game here would absolutely not allow that to happen because you know what would happen? You'd have 50 of these assholes around you and just taking turns jumping at you. Like, I hated him. I feel like you could have gave us that one asshole dogfish and then maybe if you hit him like six times then it kills him for the level so you can be like, hey, I'm going to make a point of missing everything through here just try to kill this bastard so yeah. I can enjoy this level. Yeah, so you don't lose lives. I got anxiety from that son I of did bitch. too. I hated him. I hated him with a passion. Uh, I took more time trying to kill that asshole than I should have. Do you have anything else? No, that's my, that, that's my biggest. Is that fucking dogfish? This is the biggest break it for this game. That has nothing to do with what this game could have did any different. But in my opinion, the worst thing about this game is we've already played Mickey and Minnie at the circus. <laughs> that is the worst thing that could have happened to this game. Because so, when we got Mickey and Minnie, I did not think it was going to be that good a game. And it was actually, to me, a pretty solid platform. It was not bad. Now, mind you, uh, you know, I'm not just, you know, I ain't going to say I'm a connoisseur of fine platformers near and far. But this game, if we would have played it before Mickey and Minnie, I would have been like, man, this game was really good. It was kind of surprising. I felt like it wasn't 1A and 1B. Like If we'd have played this game, I'd have said Mickey's just one step up. But since we played Mickey and Minnie first, this is and one then step. this, this is almost like the same. I felt like I, the game's not the same, so don't get me like that. But the gameplay, the whole time I'm playing, I'm just sitting there thinking, the whole time is like, this is just like Mickey and Minnie. Uh, oh, and, and the and it was like I was comparing it. Like I have this whole episode. Like, hey, on Mickey and Minnie, you didn't get a whole lot of weapons. You got four or five, but you could switch them back and forth. Oh, hey, here's a water gun. Hey, I don't want this water gun anymore. I want my cork. Oh, I've got to find it. And I'm like, hey, if this was Mickey and Minnie, I could hit the down button or whatever it yeah, was. You, select you, and, you, and you change. Your, woo and change. Yeah, yes. And so the whole time, I'm like, I'm unfairly comparing this. To Mickey and Minnie, and Mickey and Minnie, it this it game, done it better. This it, game would have surprised me if we would have played it first. It would, it, yeah. And I would have said this was a decent platformer. When I played Mickey and Minnie, I'm like, it's a decent platformer. I, I feel like this still is a decent one. Mickey de and Minnie is it's two a, steps above this. It's a decent platformer and mediocre shooter is what it is. I just feel like if we out of 
20 games before this, if we could have not played that one, I would be a whole lot higher on this game. And I'm not going to say that this game is bad. I'm not going to say that I don't like it. There's a lot of stuff that kind of the animated violence, a uh, little bit of challenge. So, solid game. It, it's a solid game. But, it really is. But pound for pound, Mickey and Minnie. I'd say play Mickey and Minnie. And it kind of goes on as we get into a little bit more into the the episode here when we talk about speed runs and and such like this. There's other reasons why I'm like Mickey and Minnie is a superior game to, to yeah. this. And I hate to bust your bubbles for this, but also the superior game to Mickey and Minnie is of course Mega Man because it done all the platforming. Correct. Well, not so fast because we ain't played a Mega Man. I, I'm just yet. saying by the nostalgia of me playing it and beating it as a child. Okay. Well, we'll find out when I get strong. I can't beat it as an adult. We've already tried, George, and we failed. I miserably. feel like it's just like how, uh, as an adult, you can't get to Never Never Land or you don't see Peter Pan or whatever that shit is. Yeah, yeah. You, you lose we'll your, never see the ending of Mega Man again. Even once you turn over age of 12, you cannot beat fucking Mega Man. Like, there is something... <laughs> There's something about it! Yes. I go and tell you, that, that is the hardest fucking game I've ever played in my life. And I, I remember I remember the first one being challenging. Second one, it was like, oh, I've got like an hour. Let's breeze through Mega Man yeah. 2. Mega Man X... Dude, I got two hours. Not a problem. I've never now, played an X. I've never played an X. Yeah, you have because we bought the Legacy Edition. That's X. I never played it. Though. You, we bought it together. Did you not play it? No. Fucking play that game. Now, now, mind <laughs> you, uh, the Mega Man games, they were fun. Used to, it was like, oh, what order to beat the boss? Yeah. In my older age... I got, I got to make it to a fucking boss. Like, that's the problem. <laughs> like, the hell with beating this son of a bitch. I can't beat the normal enemies. Yeah. yeah it's bad. All right. Yeah, let, let's go back to this. And I I, I, I don't hate this because I love it. Every time we play a platform shooter game, we always revert back to Mega Man. And it's just fucking hilarious because I can't wait for a Mega Man episode. Of We're going to have to take three weeks to play damn Mega Man. Fuck yeah, we will. Like, no, because after a week, I'll probably murder my dog or something <laughs> because I'll be so pissed <laughs> off at the world. Uh, all right. So our grievances are aired on yep. what breaks this game. Uh, I got speed run, pricing, and, of course, I have my fun facts. Just a disclaimer for them. It's for the movie. I got some good ones. But Jesus Christ, trying to find fun facts on a game based off a movie is damn near impossible. Hey, what did I say we were? We are the number one SNES review about movies. Well, you're going to learn a shitload about this movie that you didn't know before. <laughs> and I've got a good one. A good one. Let's you, do it. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, you already you already teased me enough. I want the fun fact. No, we're going to do speedrun first. Okay. Oh, oh, I don't get to pick. No, no, not this time. Uh, we'll do speedrun. We'll do the pricing. I'll give you some fun facts, and then we'll rank it. Okay. No Lay Hulk as a speedrunner. No Lay Hulk. Okay. So there was somebody from Germany and somebody from USA. Now, there were several speedruns. I think it was seven of them turned in. Yeah. Uh, Good names? No. Well. Maybe. If I told you the name. I told you one's from USA, one's from Germany. You would not guess the Which name. one's yes. which? Yes, you would go the opposite of it. So Okay. I like that. There is uh, the two players that was in the top two, because they were far and above better than everybody else. One was Karstris, K-A-R-S-T-R-I-S, USA. And then okay. the other one was Goodfeller TV. I would imagine that... The, the Goodfellers should be in the U.S. That was the German one. Now, I'm not saying that he may not be U.S. Citizen. He, may, he, he may just be a dang uh, a German redneck, and I ain't hating on you for that, but uh, the liked, German was Goodfeller he, TV. He liked, what was it, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour a little too much, is what I'm getting off of that. It, it, it was something. So He signs off every one of his videos as, get her done. <laughs> Here's your side. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, Goodfeller TV was second, and he turned in a time of 18 minutes and six. Seconds. There's no fucking way. And he actually left a note that said, "Hey, there's still some opportunity out here. Uh, I think getting it in under 18 minutes is possible. Should be possible." He said, "I might come back 
to this game if somebody beats me. He kind of said something like that, like, hey, I'm done with this game. I own this speed run. You can still beat me. There's room to beat me. He issued a challenge yes. is what this man done. But it was like a friendly challenge. And then, like these speed runners, he, he did, they're their own breed. He did, and even a, though he I, did do a genuinely challenge, which... And, and it's like you go to the zoo, and it's like you're looking at one of these weird animals, but you still want to go look at them because you feel like it's not... that. I don't feel complete unless I look at these speed runners on each one of these. So, Karstris USA came in with almost... With a 22-second lead, he beat Goodfeller TV by 22 seconds. He ran his speed run in 17 minutes and 44 seconds. Damn. And then he put a quote on there. See, mom would be like, hey, suck it. 17 minutes, bitch. Yeah. You know, like that would be me. But yeah. no, not these speed runners. No, that's that special breed. He puts in, yeehaw, my left thumb hurts from making Fifle go right. Still some cleanup and improvement to do. So I'm like So he issued another challenge. He so thinks he, it can be done faster. He, he does. But I kinda like he throws a yeehaw. And I don't know if he means to put a play on words, but he's like, My left thumb hurts for making him go right. Like I feel like this is a dude out there like Matthew McConaughey, like my left thumb hurts because he was going right. Yeah. You know, like I feel like it's something like that. But uh both of these runs were two years ago. So, okay. so Josh, if you want to go run this game in less than 17 minutes, 44 seconds, have at it, you know. If now, I, I went down there down the list if there's any other good questions. I just thought it was kind of fun that the top two guys kind of had put notes on their run. No, no and, I can't. And, but- and I feel like either one of these guys, if, if Goodfellow TV comes back out tomorrow, he tips the hat and says, good day, sir. See, I can't. I can't be part of that community because I'm an asshole. Yes, like, I'd be like, I, I can't. I, I would ruin that community. I can't do it. I would be speaking like Happy Gilmore when he misses a putt and he's talking to the ball. Yeah, like you're too good for your home. Suck my monkey. Beep. All right, the price is wrong, Bob. That's it. So I, I did. I knew the speed run because I felt like this game to somebody who's hustling it. They could have got like I didn't feel like I don't know. The game probably took me an hour to beat. I'd say most people probably beat it away less time than that uh so i, I had a feeling that we were going to have like a 15 minute speed yeah about so it took me about an hour 15 hour and a half and i think that uh a lot of this is probably a lot of that 17 minutes i bet they could got it 15 minutes if it wasn't for that slow ass dialogue and shit between yeah them. all right so it's price charting here josh Loose, complete, new. Okay. I didn't, I didn't uh, have no new one on eBay. eBay. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. If these numbers aren't... They are not going to be what you think they are. Really? Yes. I've got ahead telling you. See, that's disappointing because this movie was good. I liked it better than Rescue Rangers. I've not watched Rescue Ranger movie, but the cartoon was untouchable. The cartoon was good, but the movies itself, I like this one better. All right. So, what do you think of loose coffee? You saying that? I'm I'm scared now. I was like, I was laughing because I'm like, there's no way in hell Josh is going to get this right. Like, like, I mean, so tell me what you originally had my, in your my mind. My heart says for a loose copy for this is seventeen dollars. I would say fifteen bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I would say fifteen bucks. You're not right. <laughs> now, don't get crazy, but you're not right because I was laughing as I was looking this up this morning because I normally want to do my price charting at eBay last thing. Not that it matters a two or three days on a a ninety day total, but uh. They were spot on on the loose copy. There was a little bit of variance between the complete and the new. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Just to let you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay, okay. Uh, uh, loose copy. <laughs> I've turned your world upside down. Yeah. Okay, first off, lower or higher? I, I, I want to use that right now. What, from your $17? Yeah. Oh, it's higher. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, um, let's go with, uh, fuck, 33. No, it's higher. Uh, what? <laughs> That's higher, Josh. Oh, God, okay. 
for one, this game just moved up on my list because this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, I was wondering when I went and looked at speedrun, they were all on emulators, and I'm like, yeah, I know why, because nobody's buying this game. Yeah. This fucking price. Okay, so it's higher than 30, uh, 42. No, it's higher, brother. <laughs> fucking, okay. Okay, now. It's higher. This game needs to stop. I'm going to go with the crisp 55. You're close, but it's higher. Fuck no. Yes. This game needs to calm the fuck down. I knew the first thing I did was look at price charting. I said, this is wrong. I looked it up on eBay and people have took their pictures with the cart unscrewed so you can see the motherboard to show it's authentic. And I'm like, oh dear God. I was like, this is five will goes west. It's like, God, oh God. You're, you're close on your last guess. Probably close enough for me to give you. Take baby steps. One more guess. Uh, 57 and a half. Price charting showed it at 59.99. Uh, eBay, now there was some low ones I went. I'll normally take the last three sold. There was one sold for like $80, one sold for $40, but it was out of Canada with crazy shipping. It was about $60 on eBay. Uh, why the hell this game is $60? I, I don't know. Like, I think probably the last five games that we played on Willis Snest, you could have bought for $60. And even though there's some really shitty games, I would probably take five shitty games over this one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. A complete copy. <laughs> now that I've wrecked your world with $60 being a loose copy, what do you think a complete copy I'm is? terrified because my math is not going to work. No, it will not. But I was saying my math says triple it, that would be 180-ish. But no, like absolutely not. You got to put the Favel tax on it, yeah, which I, is more than three. Yeah, Favel tax. It's five, more than three. Favel tax. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay. Um... Um, See, Dragon View and Super Putty and some of these other games that are obscure, I understand. This one I could not completely yeah, understand. Yeah, like Mr. Nuts was ridiculous. Yeah, too. I could kind of understand it, though, because it's kind of obscure. This is based off a freaking movie that was released in 94 from a studio that and Hudson Soft and... and Steven Spielberg did the freaking movie. Like, there's money to literally churn a million. Like, you can't tell me. That they didn't have the funding to mass produce they, this game. They had to mass produce this like a mofo. Other than it being at the end of a Super Nintendo's life, I just don't understand. But uh, anyways, okay, put your uh, five tax on this. F- fuck five tax. Five oh five. You're high. Okay, pretty that, good high. Pretty good high. Okay, that made that makes me a little better. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with. I've got a pretty good variant. If you can get it within the same one hundred dollar range, I'm gonna say three twenty-three. Close on one. eBay, I could find a complete copy. There wasn't like a whole lot, so I'll probably still lean toward price charting. But three hundred twenty-nine dollars is what I seen the last okay, on okay. eBay. Price charting has it at three hundred seventy-two dollars. The new one. How much do you think Price Charting says a sealed copy of an American tale, Five Will Goes West? Steven Spielberg ain't autographed this son of a bitch. Like, it's just the game. But but the price probably would show that if he autographed it. Now, I also have a grade. I've looked at it, and I was surprised at what the graded game sold for versus the new game, which is completely weird all in itself. So, you know, I didn't write down what the graded one was, but I kind of have it in my head. Okay, so a new copy. God, I I fucking love this game now. (laughs) But you want me to give you a hint? Oh, it's it's four digits. It is four yeah, digits. Yeah, it's that four digits. Hint. I already knew that. <laughs> if there was no hint there, I knew that. Oh, my God. Uh, 13. 1,300. <laughs> the new copy is $1,190. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so you love Fifo. You remember, like, in the movie. Could you ever drop a G? No! Of- 
Absolutely not. I'm just sitting here. I'm like, what in the fuck have I missed in this game? Yeah. So, so a new one's $1,190. And I'm just like, holy shit. What's a graded one go? Now, I don't know what the grade was. I'm just looking at the, the high points there on price charting. Because I'm like, a fucking manual for this thing's like $40 fucking dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. So the box itself is probably about forty dollars along too. <laughs> you know, I feel like Catterwall. I understand them. These are gourmet mouse burgers. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Fudruckers can't even afford these burgers. No. So it's eleven ninety on a new copy. <laughs> the graded copy was like thirteen hundred dollars. I'm like, well, fuck. Why don't I just buy a graded copy? <laughs> yeah, like, you spend the extra two. Because I can guarantee that if you've got the money to drop twelve hundred damn dollars on uh, Fifle goes west, uh, another hundred two hundred dollars get a damn graded copy. I was just, I was like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Like this might be the biggest discrepancy between what I would pay for a game. Hundred percent. Okay, I don't. I will take that back. The biggest discrepancy was Mister Nuts, but this is up there. So I gotta ask you, Josh. At least copy sixty bucks. If somebody said, "Hey, I'll give you thirty dollars, or you can keep this cartridge," which would you pick? I'm keeping the cartridge because hopefully my intelligence is smart enough to know that that cartridge is worth more than thirty. I don't know. I don't remember what the pricing was on Mickey and Minnie. I think I might take $30 and go buy a damn copy of Mickey and Minnie because I'm pretty sure it was less than damn $30. I'm pretty positive it was. So, yeah, I was... Uh, I, I think I was, I, I'm taking the cartridge on this one because someone comes up to me, hey, I'll give you $30 for that. My brain's going to go, this game's not worth 30 but why are you giving me 30 I've got a lot of games in my collection that I couldn't tell you the price of it. I just have them because I had them. Or I just picked them up somewhere because I had it. I could see if I had a second copy of this, I would have sold it on eBay for like eight. Like I would have, I would have looked it up to see the pricing. But if you said, "Hey, my kid likes this movie," I'd been like, "Here, take it." Yeah. I would have had no idea this was a sixty dollars yeah. freaking game. God, fucking Fivel. All right, so here's some fun facts <laughs> coming up, and then we're gonna grade this bitch. Uh, let me find. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Dang it! It just cut the dude's name off. Uh, basically, this guy, uh, he was in the Monty Python movies. Apparently, my printer has cut his name off, but uh, he actually he's a like one of the main characters in a lot of these Monty Python movies. Uh, he turned down a role as Cogsworth in Beauty and the Beast. Uh, that is right. I, yeah, I, uh, I, I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, to play Cat R. Wall in this film. Uh, that was actually going to be the voice acting debut of that actor. Uh, from that movie onwards, he uh, he did a lot of voice acting. and. Uh, but so uh, what, what's the beginning of his name? I couldn't tell you. I'd have to pull the computer. Terry Jones, John Cleese, Eric Idle. I think it was John Cleese. John Cleese. About to say, yeah, he played Lancelot in The Black Knight. Yeah, and he also, he was the ape in Shrek. Yeah. Uh, Mercury and uh, I think it was Hercules. He actually, he's had a pretty uh, uh, big Yeah, he's had a, as a And it's kind of weird because he's the Monty Python guy to me. Yeah. And uh, so that was kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, I've got I've got an equally good uh, <laughs> I've got a good <laughs> trivia one that may be as good as the uh, uh, price charting for you. Uh, so I didn't even know that there was. I thought an American Tale Fivel Goes West was the whole movie. I didn't know an American Tale was an actual movie. So uh, one of the discrepancies, or just one of the things people pointed out in the original 1986 American Tale. Papa Mouskowitz is a tailor, according to the sign over the front of his door of his house. And uh, this movie, he it says he's a violin maker. So, not to say that in ten years you can't learn to make a violin, but that was yeah. kind of kind of strange. Uh, uh, the when Fifle is riding on the tumbleweed, uh, the theme from Rawhide is being played in the background. And it is being sung by the Blues Brothers. Who is it? Dan Aykroyd? Yeah. yeah. And, and that was one that Spielberg put in there, kind of cameo them. Uh, Celine Dion was 
going to be the original person to sing Dreams to Dream and even recorded a demo for Steven Spielberg. Unfortunately, it was rejected, which prompted Dion to be terminated. In turn, Celine Dion would go on to record with another animated movie that was released on the same day. Now, mind you, the Monty Python guy turned down Cogsworth. The movie that, uh, you know, that was sung, <clears throat> I think it was Linda Ronstadt that he ended up to go with on Dreams to Dream, but Celine Dion uh, took a song in Beauty and the Beast, which probably favored yeah. everybody. I, now, mind you, I was kind of glad the Monty Python guy you know, had a big career and he's made his money because it's like, oh, that's tough. Like, you know, beauty. don't get me wrong. It's hard to find Bible. And then the movies were released on the same day. Yeah. So that that's kind of a, that, a tough pill yeah. to swallow. Yeah, it's kind of hard to fight a Disney princess. So here is the uh, one that blew my mind. Now, I've not watched this movie, so I, this may be common knowledge. Though undetected for decades... There is a doodle of a penis hidden in the film. I could see it because they're all in The Little Mermaid. Well, this one is kind of... I, I showed my wife this one today because she liked the movie. It says it's visible in the DVD and VHS versions. You, if you pull up on your phone, you Google Fievel Goes West Penis. penis. It looks like a straight up penis. Like it's one I'm frame. Do, I'm it doing is one it now. frame. At 46.20, mark of the film, when Tanya is singing Dreams to Dream, a penis doodle appears in front of her face for one frame. It's very obvious when the animator was tracing Tanya from the animation paper on the cell paper, he messed up on her nose, muzzle, and mouse teeth, turning the cell paper on backwards to retrace her without clean it, clearing the mistake as the mark was made in ink. Yeah. He didn't dis bother discarding the uh, cell paper, due to product expenses, leaving the unintentional Easter egg looking like such. However, it was removed on the Blu-ray releases. And it's kind of hidden right there. I don't know how it wasn't noticed. Yeah, that, that. For how long. And and it, I can see where he just flipped it over on an animation cell and doodled it again. But it looks like a freaking dick. It looks like a dick going in her mouth. And it just looks like it's right there in front yeah. of her face. It looks like she's waiting. Actually, you can go on YouTube and watch the video, and it is literally one single frame. But if you're looking for it, you know what it is. But if you're like a parent, though, I would imagine just kind of no glazed eyes. over eyes yeah. waiting for your kid to fall asleep, you probably don't give a shit about yeah. it. But, uh... That was the one that cracked me up. That's most. pretty good. I didn't know that. It was, it was just like a straight up dick looking yeah. snout right next to her face. Yeah. So I, that that was it. Uh, now there was uh, some other ones that I didn't get into. Like uh, uh, this was probably a pretty good one. The guy that uh, I think he, I don't know if he wrote or he owned the original screenplay. Also did some other movies. Now they were talking about how this movie was a little dark. And Spielberg couldn't believe that cartoons was so tough he actually after this movie uh built his own animation studio uh but uh one of the guys who owned the screenplay or wrote it also had a pretty famous series of movies among others that he had of child's play it was the guy who yeah, made child's sense. play uh so that's pretty much it just a few fun facts the game i don't think had a, a whole lot to do with it uh it, I knew going in that it was going to be mostly fun facts about the movie. And other than there being a dick on a cell, they weren't too great. I did like the uh, Child's Play ones kind of. Yeah, that's good. And also, like I said, John Gleese. Like, I, I love the guy. He's a phenomenal actor. So, I guess uh, as we're going to wrap it up here, this is going to be one of the easiest rankings because uh, we've decided that we're going to break each season up into 10 episodes. <laughs> And then at the end of 10 episodes, we are going to insert those 10 movies into ten a game, rank. 10 so, games. You said movies. Oh, yes. Game, games, movies, whatever. We don't <laughs> even know at this point. <laughs> I'd seen a dick on an animation cell. I almost wanted to watch the movie then, you know. <laughs> but uh, so we're starting the new season. So we've only got one game to rank so far. And it's an American tale. Fifel goes west. Number gotta, one. It's number one. I'm gonna throw my opinion out. This is an okay game. I mean, it, it's Mickey and Minnie is a better game. It is an above average game. This game is just an average. 
maybe slightly above. But when you look at the price that this thing's selling for, Mickey and Minnie is far superior for a better price uh, and just all around better. This is what I would call kind of like a, a sandwich game. You sit there and watch this game or play this game and you eat a sandwich. It's nothing to write home about. It's decent. You'll have fun playing it. But for 60 damn dollars to buy a loose <laughs> copy, that is what completely just wrecks me on this. <laughs> Mickey and Minnie did the same things. They did it better. Uh, it's the number one game. Now, mind you, this game isn't going to be, uh, when we insert this into the top 20, uh, you know, the full list is on Willis Ness on uh, Facebook uh, under that name. You can see where me and Josh have our top 20 rankings before the season ends. Uh just looking at the what we have, this is a probably a top ten game. It's it's right there hovering at ten. I mean, it's a middle of the road game to me. Yeah. But it's number one because we don't have nothing to reckon against until we play our next game next week. Is there anything you want to say about it, Josh? No, I mean I agree with you hundred percent. It's just that like I said the only reason why I think this game is so highly sought after and pricing wise is it had to be not mass produced. Well, one thing that keeps me separated on this is i don't have a tie to an american tale like say if i've watched the movie i've done forgot all about it other than knowing who fievel is from cartoons or previews or whatever i don't know i had no connection to the movie yeah uh, anything like that that is where mickey mouse and Minnie. everybody's got that so that i think that probably jades me a little bit on it just because to me it's just a platformer with the mouse running around yeah and if you're going to talk about mouses, Mickey and Minnie are far superior in the I mouse mean, world. I mean, yeah, they are. They're, they're, they're top tier. So I don't have nothing left to say about it. Uh, our season starts out with the number one game on Mount Rushmore for season two is... Fievel Goes West. Fievel Goes West. Uh, I did. I will make a point that I did call a game that was going to be a cartoon. You did? Uh, I have a new prediction for the next one. So, Ooh, uh, something a little different. Something a little different. So uh, we're just going to go ahead and get out of here. We're going to get our next game, and we'll see you next week. See y'all.